So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 304. For June 27th, 2021, my name is Nathan Reed Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. What, what, what's up with your voice? What do you mean? You got really close to the mic. You see, before he was like really back up here, and then when he yeah. said, hello. No, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much the Were same distance. Huh? Were no. You, you did have some like extra oomph to it. It was noticeable. Yeah, yeah, it's like... You... You like you put on your you put on your podcast voice. Hey everybody, how's it go? <laughs> can't do it. You had, can't do you it. Had like real, uh, you had real like like YouTuber voice going on I'm, there. But I'm not, sorry, uh, I've been I've been watching Game Theory too much. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't been watching that. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. We're not starting over. So Aroa, Aroa's here. Cyberpunk Monk's I'm here. here. Yeah, I'm woo. here. Uh, and neither of them left after our, our E3 podcast from last week, so that's that's pretty happy. Happy accident. Reeton won't let me leave. I'm still stuck in his basement. Please send help. I don't have a basement. I have a crawl space. That's where I you're actually, at. Uh, I actually, uh, I I had to to ask to not do something today because I really wanted to do this podcast today. Wow, what what was that? What was that you had to not uh, do? It was it was just like, um, you know, going. We were we were gonna get some groceries uh, from a particular place and uh, get some pet supplies. We're we're possibly adopting a new rabbit tomorrow. So oh, nice. right on. Uh, we're we to get ready for that. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go pet, get some kitty litter. Smart. Yeah, I gotta get some kitty litter. I like how you just didn't care about what Aro was talking about. You're like, that's right. I have a, I have a pet thing now. Well, no, I I, I apologize. I thought he was done. Um, but yeah, no, uh, same thing. Like I gotta I gotta get some kitty litter because my uh my my girlfriend has left me with her cat for a week, and I she's like, you can scoop it out, and I was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so after a couple of days, I just dump it out in the trash. Uh, you can get, um, there are these liners that, uh, you can, you can put in the litter box that, uh, will sift it for you. Oh. Now you don't have to change the whole thing out. But uh, you also don't have to scoop it. That's cool. I was, th- I was thinking you were, when you said liners, I thought, I was thinking like, just like placing a, a, a thing of. No, like just placing like a thing of newspaper on top and then kitty litter on top of that. <laughs> no. You just keep stacking no, they, it. They do that have ones solution. They do have ones that are just like straight up a trash bag in the litter box, but like that doesn't really accomplish a whole lot unless you just want an easy way to throw out everything. Yeah. But the ones that sift it for you, that's the only way that I can I can scoop litter. I can't stand doing it with like an actual scoop. It's fucking disgusting. It is See, awful, I imagine yeah. Reeton's answer to this is a little more like kitty litter lasagna. Like he's got that first layer. They use that. They don't want to use it anymore. Boom. Cover it up. <laughs> use that. Can't use it anymore. Boom. 
eventually it's uh you know just heavy enough for Eaton to lift it out of his house and uh sounds like someone else's problem at that point doesn't it yeah and then what i do is uh i throw the entire box away and just get a new kitty litter box so this is, uh, i don't even dump this is it out why i just or why i why i prefer rabbits because like their stuff I, I just i just reach in there with a glove on and just scoop everything out with my hand good good uh that sounds disgusting. Anyway, we are... This is uh, the weirdest Marin Open we've ever done. It really has. So, Aroa, we can find you at Aroa.Entertainment. Connor, we can find you at Aroa.Entertainment. Brayton can be... Website. The website. website. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. You had Aroa Entertainment before. Aroa.Website. Yeah, well, I had AroaEntertainment.com, just like you have ReitonEntertainment.com. And then he it, wanted to have written entertainment dot entertainment for some reason. Because I think it would be funny. That's it. That, that makes one. That makes one person who thinks it would be funny. I mean, it's your money. If you want to spend, how much was the, uh, how, how much was it again? Dot entertainment. entertainment's kind of expensive. Yeah, it is. That's why I haven't done it. It's because it's like, I, I can afford joke, it. But it's, if you want to make that joke, you are free to do so. And just have it redirect to your website. Well, that's obviously what I would do, but like let's let's see how much is a dot entertainment domain. I don't I was trying to get through this intro quicker, but whatever. How much is dot entertainment domain? I think it was like twenty five. That's still like fifteen more than normal. Yeah. Uh I don't know. It's it's not worth it. There are some that are no. ridiculously expensive. Anyway, you can find me everywhere i'm also on a website you can find me uh reading everywhere on twitter twitch uh this podcast is reading podcast a row of games you played this week um i've been doing a lot of uh the switch reno um play play just playing stuff on there um i played the new mario golf it's pretty good uh i like it i'm not um not super big on so far, the adventure mode is nothing but the speed golf mode, which is the one where uh, you're not only rated on how few strokes, but also how quickly you can get the ball in the hole. And you like have to run to your ball every time. Oh, um, oh I see. Like it, it, it's kind of cool because like you can you can shove your the other players whenever you're running to like stun them and stuff. It's like a very light uh, Mario Kart kind of thing or, or like a Mario Party minigame uh, combined with Mario Golf. But the golfing part is really, really good. Um, That's good. Yeah. Uh, also played uh, Toho uh, Spell Bubble, um, which is a Toho spinoff, in case you couldn't tell. Um, and it is a rhythm puzzle game where you're playing bust a move slash puzzle bobble and at the same time whenever you get a large uh a large combo you play a, a rhythm mini game for a few seconds uh and that determines how much shit you throw at your opponent and it is only two player battles it's uh it's pretty neat um and it has a ton of incredible music that's and good highly recommended if i've you been like the toho music's I've been meaning to ask you. Um, yeah. So I bought you a gift. Have you have you played with it yet? I haven't yet. Um, I'm probably going to do that if 
not if not tonight then i'm hoping to do it sometime this week it sucks because i'm like i'm having to grind on wow a lot lately um because of um we're we're going to start actually raiding uh my brother-in-law's old uh guild is going back together temporarily because they just feel like raiding again so i need to have a max level alliance character and i don't have one already so oh. can't you buy uh, it i've been doing that i don't want to oh okay I'm not i'm not gonna pay 60 dollars for that shit yeah that's true me? that's fair that's fair um but no i and i don't want to just because like yeah i could just hook it up and play it but i want to record it like i want to i want to do something with it because one yeah. you asked me to but also like i, I it'd be it'd be good because that video i did on uh fucking image word sound play or whatever word image sound play uh did surprisingly well for my channel so good good so uh we're not going to mention the game because you know it uh, it'd be fun to be a surprise but also i did want to mention uh what what name did i put on the package when it arrived at your house uh hold on well, let me uh so when i when i ordered it for him i put a special name on there and his oh, yes. wife uh, i i would like you to just tell the story about what, what happened with your wife when she got the package uh so she brought the package in and it is it is covered in uh you know like japanese customs shit uh because it came from japan uh, and it's addressed to Aroa McFuck. <laughs> and and what did your um, what was your wife's reaction? Uh, she she wanted to know who the fuck sent me something that was addressed to Aroa McFuck, or or if I like ordered something that was addressed that way. She was very confused. <laughs> good, um, good. Fair. That's very fair. Uh. And Aroa like, knew oh. immediately. Yeah, I knew immediately. I was like, oh, that must be the thing that, that Nathan sent me. By the way, just because I don't think I've ever, like, mentioned this, and I want to put you on blast for it, every time you mail me something, Greeton, it's a pain in the ass. They're like, nobody <laughs> by that name lives here. Is, is this the right address? Can you come pick it up if it's meant for you? And I was like, well, huh? That makes me happy. That makes me very happy. You're a major inconvenience in my life. You, isn't it like I have it like as uh, Connor Beesh or something like that? One time it's been Beesh, one time it's been Bishy, one time it was uh, Cyberpunk Boo-ish, and they wouldn't deliver it because <laughs> I mean I, I, I had to like come be it and like no that was meant for me it's my address. Boo-ish. Uh, <laughs> uh, it makes me Fuck so you, happy. Uh, so uh, did you play any other games, Aroa? Um, I don't think I have anything else to report on. Uh, we can we can move on. All right, and Connor, what games have you played this week? I beat South Park, the Stick of Truth for Switch. And my only real critique is it's amazing how things have changed from when this game came out, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, to twenty twenty one. And I am, it's I... interesting how, without really even trying, that game is a pretty phenomenal snapshot of the time. Well, I am curious also how it runs on the Switch. Because I, I know it came out in like 2012 or 2013, but 
the mm. hardware for uh, the Switch is from like 2008. So I'm very uh, curious. It runs a whole lot better than Fractured But Whole did, which I blame on being just a bad port. Um, I only had one issue really with it, and that was just too many things on screen at once. I seem to recall that Fractured But Whole actually uh, had some complaints from people that it had like runtime issues even on normal consoles so okay maybe that wasn't a switch issue maybe that was just a software issue it was unplayable on switch like you you could not 100 it it should not have been released Ooh. there yeah there was a I, I i mentioned it before but there was a wwe game one wwe game released for the switch and the normal version on pc and xbox and playstation you know ran fine uh and then on the switch version during the entrances it would consistently fall under 20 frames a second <laughs> and then when you got it if you if you were in a match 1v1 it ran okay but if you added any more characters in there it progressively got worse and they had six people as a limit in the ring uh so you know it's con it's already struggling to try to get to 30 frames a second and then you add in three times more people uh and it it was yeah it was very bad and i have no it was like the fractured butthole it's just not worth it to to they should not have released it or they should not have released it in that state yeah but uh anyway did you play anything else you beat the fracture or you beat the stick of truth yeah, just a few more things it's a short list i had played pathfinder i play a weekly game not with you guys by the way check out clinton score classics anywhere you can get podcasts uh we finished that we were doing just like a goblin campaign and that was pretty phenomenal we are playing skull and shackles next which is a pirate themed kind of you know uh romp i don't have a better word for it you're pirates so i started playing black flag again on switch uh, specifically, I'm playing through Rogue, which is like, you, you remember how when Assassin's Creed 3 came out, there was another game that was like basically the exact same game? Yes. Uh, they, they did the same thing for 4, and it was Rogue. Never played it before, so I'm looking forward to that. I meant to play for like 30 minutes today, because I had you know stuff to do. And then I, I looked at the clock, and it was like three hours later. I was like, oh, right, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> it's very easy to get just lost in these games, chasing shanties and... Honestly, just murdering way too many people. Have you ever played the Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor, uh, the Lord of the Rings games? I figured I because they're the first one. They're a, Assassin's Creed in Moria, basically, <laughs> and it's uh, fucking awesome. And yeah. then they they Especially made it since the around. running animations are directly ripped from Assassin's Creed. Too. Oh, it's it is it is exactly the same game. It's just totally. You, there, there's some differences, obviously, but yeah, yeah it's, it's very similar. Fantasy superpowers, fantasy elf superpowers, and the nemesis system, and you can chop someone's head off and they come back to life. Which you know, that's normal fantasy stuff that happens all the time, right, Reeton? Uh, yes, it, it. Well, yes and no. Uh, sometimes they get reincarnated, so you don't quite recognize them after their head gets lopped off. What episode is that? Uh, that's season two, episode something. Uh, I don't remember exactly. Listen to season two of the Clinton's Core Classic. That's when it gets okay. 
That's when it gets good. Uh, it took a little while before we got, but before we got good, the editing is good. It's just, I How would think, you know? You don't listen to the show. I occasionally. So, did you play any other I games? You <laughs> uh, you... I played Space Station 13, and I have a very fun short anecdote if you guys enjoy hearing those. Sure, go ahead. All right, so I was working behind the bar. I was making drinks, and this guy comes in, and he just, like, 100%, like, hot wires the door, breaks in. And there's a security guard sitting there and just kind of watching it happen. And I was like, uh, hi, friend, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I work here now. And he's like, oh, dude, I, nobody <laughs> talked to me about this. He's like, yeah, I, I want to work in the bar. Uh, broke into my back room, and I wouldn't really have minded. I can tolerate a little bit of shenanigans, but he started puking everywhere. Uh, so I think he was just <laughs> going back there to steal my liquor. And I, I went to the security guy. I was like, uh, are you going to do anything about this? And he's like, uh, I mean, he's, he says he works here, so he must work. And I was like, okay, I, I see what's happening here. Walk <laughs> over to him. I was like, I'm going to tell you this very calmly. Clean up your puke and get out, or we will have a problem. And he's like, well, uh, seeing as I work at the bar now, I guess you could take it up with management and see what happens. So I got some welding fuel. You can combine welding fuel with el- uh, no, welding fuel with ethanol and sugar to make um, napalm goo. And then you can combine uh, a whole bunch of other chemicals to make phlogiston, which is uh, liquid fire. And then if you're in the bar, like I had every right to be, you have access to a machine that makes pills. So I put 50 units of liquid fire and 50 units of napalm goo into a pill, and I force-fed it to him. And while he was on the ground on fire, I beat the shit out of him. Moral of the story is don't mess with another man's bar. And what did the security guard do? Uh, I'm pretty sure he farted on him. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, do, you, do you have a Warhammer thingy? Uh, I did play Warhammer, yeah. Okay. Uh, we played two games. It was Drukari versus Adeptus Mc... Wait! Eighteen naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. There you can go. <laughs> what did that say? <laughs> eighteen naked 18 showers. Naked uh, na what? Eighteen naked cowboys at a sh in, in a shower at Ram Ranch. <sighs> yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, Adeptus Mechanicus versus the Drukari, arguably the two strongest armies in the game right now. We were neck and neck both of the games until. You know, turn two in the first game, then turn three in the second one. Adeptus Mechanicus, the army I'm playing right now, has this gimmick where you could really tailor your army for what you're doing that phase. And this works in deprecations and bonuses. You could say, I want to shoot better, but at a penalty, I can melee worse. Uh, and you just, you line everything up, you wait until they're in shooting range, but they can't hit you. And you wipe out a fourth of their army, just one volley, gone. Both games, it kind of worked like that, and... It didn't matter that I couldn't hit you. You only had, like, a third of your army left. And guard. It's a fun game. Uh, playing Imaginary War is very fun. So you and, won. And all of the Adeptus mechan. Yeah, I won both games, which is also phenomenal. Um, I'm undefeated in my local group, which is beginning to be a problem, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well... They're going to uh... get you. They are. Uh, they're they're going to gang up, and we're, we're going to do like a, a 1v3 game, and, and they're, they're all going to beat me up. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna beat you, and then a security guard's going to come over and fart on you. 
Uh, that would be historically on track for how the experience goes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, we're going to move on to me. And first things, I, uh, I'm, I'm in Oregon. And Oregon is experiencing, like, a super heat wave right now. Uh, it is 104 degrees. And normally in June, it's around 70 to 75 degrees. So it's very warm here right now. And yesterday I had to go to a funeral. And it was my, my friend's dad ended up passing away. And, you know, he was a good guy. So I went to the funeral and I'm talking to my friend. And I was like, you know, it's, it's really shitty. Your dad decided to die at like the hottest point it's ever been in Oregon. And I was like, it's kind of a dick move. And my, my friend was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, so he, he, my, my friend understood that I was joking, but yeah, oh, seriously, indeed. seriously, fucking hot right now. And I don't like it. And what were you going to say, Connor? I was just questioning whether or not he knew you were joking. Maybe you just broke and ruined this man's day. <laughs> No, no, no. We, uh, no, we, we've known each other for like 18 years. I, I think he understands he my sense of humor. Yeah. Um, and we were actually talking about that too, cause he's, he got married a couple years ago and he would talk about how he would do things like, you know, to his friends. One time, uh, you know, our good pal Durga, uh, Durga and Brandon were hanging out and, Brandon picked up a rock and chucked it at Durga's head. Super hard. And literally knocked Durga out. And, uh, you know, Durga says that, tells that story fondly. And Brandon tells that story fondly. And then uh, his wife was like, you're, you're just a bully. What the, you're just a bully to your friends. Like, I oh, mean, yeah. She meant Durga. I mean, no. Well, actually, yes, she did yesterday. She met Durga yesterday. Well, just yesterday. She did, she didn't know. She doesn't. That's know. true. That's true. But anyway, so went to a funeral. That was sad. Uh, but the games that I had played, I played uh, on Monday. I played Master Chief Collection. I played some some multiplayer. It's it's all right. It's fun. I wish I wish I had a friend to play that play it with Cyberpunk Monk. Like and then, name. well, you don't even have it installed. Because you won't play the campaign with me. I've never said I wouldn't play the campaign with you. Let's play our, the campaign, Nathan. Let's do our, it. Our schedules are just not good together at some points in our lives. Uh, I also, on Tuesday, I played Celasta Crown of the Magister, which is a, you know, it's a tabletop Dungeons & Dragons uh, style game. And, but it's a video game. And uh, I beat it. Uh, I beat the game. And it was good. Uh, the graphics are, are not great, but it really is uh, a very good game if you're looking for a Dungeons & Dragons 5.0. Is it 5.0 or is it 5.1 or something like that? Anyway. I think they just thought it was 5.5. 5. 5. 5. No, is it, no, it's 5 edition. Yeah. yeah fifth. So, so my experience with D&D, &D, and I, I should already know this, I am my resident nerd here, um, but there's like a, th a third edition and then there was a slightly tweaked 3.5 edition. Have they done yeah. the same thing with fifth, fifth edition where now there's a 5.5 5 or is no, Celeste I, just tweaking fifth edition? I think I just, I got confused. I'm pretty sure it's just fifth edition. 
Yeah, I, and... I need you to understand that we're all um, professional tabletop gamers here, or at least hobbyist level. Um, you you need to bring your A game, Aroa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I've I've played uh, I've played one D and D campaign ever, and uh, that only lasted like a month and a half. Well, I keep on inviting you to more. Yeah, I I don't have time. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. So I beat the game. It was good. Uh, I definitely suggest if you see it on Steam on sale or want to pay full prices. It's not a $60 game. Uh, I think it's $30, but that could be just me not remembering correctly. Uh, It's also included with a PC Game Pass. So if you already have that, you can play Celasta Rise of the Magister. Good game. Uh, We're going to move on. Another game I played with another game that you can get on Game Pass and it was Fantasy Star Online 2, and uh, the the new Genesis. It ran okay. Uh, I think they fixed some of the server issues that Aroa is running into, but... I would hope so. I, eh, it's all right. I don't know. It's really flashy. The combat's super flashy. Uh, maybe it's because it's, it's, it's honestly a little bit too easy just to run through the game. But I'm sure later on it, it gets more difficult. But it is. So what, what class did you did, are you playing? Are you a braver? I probably I don't remember what, what, what what's I made. What's your weapon? I punch things. Oh, okay. So you're the same as me. Um, I actually have have a, a very similar feeling just from the limited time that I've spent uh, playing. Um. It does seem like the combat is remarkably easy compared to uh, OG PSO2. Yeah. Because um, one of the things I liked about PSO2, and uh, like you said, maybe maybe we just haven't gotten far enough for it to get more complex, but uh, I was a braver in OG PSO2, which is just basically a sword person, like just typical warrior. But the combat has a very distinct rhythm to it and it matters that you keep in time uh if you played i think it was fable 2 uh had the flourish mechanic was modified for fable 2 where um you would do additional damage if you hit the attack button just as your previous attack animation finished um that's very much what being a braver and most of the melee attacks in ogpso2 were like where you would swing and then you have a red circle that shows up and that shows when you're supposed to swing again and you do that and you can maintain this pretty steady combo of attacks and that was how you maxed out your damage because you got a damage bonus as long as you maintained that combo. Um, and that doesn't seem to be there at least uh, so far in New Genesis. Instead, it seems like you can just kind of hold the attack button down and you punch and that's it. That yeah, that's kind of what I I know. And and you can use other skills and stuff, but it it seems like it's pretty easy. And they they must have taken away that combo mechanic because I didn't see it in my like yeah, three hours like, of playing. And like you could you could just hold the attack button down in OG, but like it, it wouldn't give you that bonus, and you'd constantly see the little combo thing come up. That's just not there. So. I hope that they didn't take that away, because if they did, I think that game is kind of dead for me. Interesting. 
another game I played, another game that's on Game Pass. It was an early it's early preview or something like that on Game Pass. It's called Medieval Dynasty. And uh really PU. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. Uh I had some people come in uh and watch me cuz they they're like, "Oh yeah, if you do this in the game and this in the game." And I was like, "Yeah, it's it's, it's boring. It's really boring." <laughs> and uh then I uh I I went out into the woods to chop down some trees for a guy cuz he needed 40 logs, which of course there's encumbrance so i could carry like eight logs at a time and then i had to bring it so back until you said that i wasn't sure if you were still talking about a game or if you were just saying they're talking about when you went and did manual labor in the woods no no i would never do that and That's so i wave you mad man yeah i'm not gonna go outside unless i have to and even even for the funeral i was like oh man uh <laughs> so and, and I'll tell you about that, too. I have a, another funny story about that. But anyway, with the Medieval Dynasty, uh, went to go get some logs. Uh, it became nighttime, so I pulled out my torch, and I was getting some more logs, and then my torch ran out, and then I was killed by wolves, and I quit. So <laughs> that's my review. Like it's a not game. It's not great. It's not good. It's a survival game, and I get bored of those super quickly. Uh, like, you... It, you is it uh is it like a top down kind of thing? No. 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 Oh, okay. It's a okay. it's a first person and there are towns you can go to and like trade with villagers and stuff and I guess what you're supposed to do is, you know, make knives and sell it to the villagers and then you know, basically try to barter and, you know, become a tradesman and stuff, but it's Minecraft uh, with a few extra steps. Pretty yeah, much. I, I I went on your stream like right as you started streaming. But you had your little your little overlay on there because you weren't actually ready yet, and just from what I saw of the menu, I was and the name of it, it made me think that it was going to be like an isometric like city building kind of thing, and I was like, no, nope, no thanks. Yeah, see, but and I was thinking, maybe I want I was thinking it. like it was going to be like a path or a Kingdom Come Deliverance, and it is uh, not. It is not like that. Yeah, so. No, it's... No, that's too um that's too ambitious for it is. publishers like uh like that. Yeah. You know? And then uh the last game I played on Friday night, uh, I played this with Ash. It's another game that's included with Game Game Pass. Yeah, it is included with Game Pass. And that is uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. And that game was janky. Uh it was a little janky, but it wasn't terrible. There are some things I don't like about it. Uh, one thing I don't like about it is that um, they make you play as the main... Like, it's based off the, the Forgotten Realms books. And so they make you play as characters from those books rather than being able to create your own characters. I wish you could do either or. Um... So you can play as Cadibri, uh, Wolfgar, uh, Brunor, and Dritzt. And, um, you know, each has their own weakness and, and like, special skills and stuff. But it's, it's all right. It wasn't terrible. I think if I were playing it alone, it would have been a lot worse because it would have been a little bit more mundane to just play it without somebody else. 
but it is easy to get separated from your, your partner, uh, especially when your partner, I'm like, let's go over here. And he's like, or uh, Ash is like, uh, what? Oh, I already ran like over this way without you. And I'm just like, ugh, because there are branching paths. So anyway, that was annoying, but uh, it's it's not terrible. I, I I did have a friend come into the stream, and they're like, hey, did you experience the jank yet? And then I went up an elevator and shot 80 feet in the air. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there it is. I found it. I found the jank. Uh, and I believe just, that actually uh, got clipped. You should have just played the original. I, I honestly thought about doing that. I thought about just popping because I have it on my original Xbox. Uh, I thought about popping up my original Xbox and being like, "I'm playing Dark Alliance, guys," and it being the original Dark Alliance, <laughs> or uh, the the Game Boy Advance version. Perfect. I did. Was there a Game Boy Advance ver- version? Yes, it's actually kind of impressive. Uh, I played it uh, like a few months ago because I saw it in my library and went, "What the fuck." Is this like a bootleg? And it is not a bootleg whatsoever. It is a direct port of the PS2 game. That is amazing and probably yeah. terrible. At comparatively, yes. But uh, if you want like a hack and slash game on GBA, I cannot fault it for trying its damnedest. Well, that's good. I'm happy to hear that it's, it's, it's all right. Uh, and we're going to move on and we're going to talk about some news stories now. And what Finally. are those new? What? Yes. Uh, here's one that Aro is really excited about. Uh, McDonald's loyalty program is going national. So, okay, before before we go, go into this, I'm going to address that. Um, I will have you know that I haven't bought McDonald's in like two months. Mm-hmm. Um, I and that's why they that's created now. that. That's what. That's why they created this loyalty program. They need to get you back. We're losing them. Bring them back. Yeah. Uh, but but I I just want to say that I've done rather well lately. Uh, I've I've been writing down everything that I eat, and I only eat fast food on the weekends if I eat it at all. Oh good. And uh, you know I uh I I also haven't lost any weight, so I need to go to the doctor. So that's uh yeah. So my, uh, my, as I said, my girlfriend's gone for a week and she texted me about halfway through and she's like, hey, have you been eating properly? And I was just like, I, what the fuck I, had, a, yes, what? I had a microwave quesadilla for lunch. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, yeah, I was like, C- come on. Do you want me to lie to you? Is that, is that what you're asking me to do? Uh, so it, it is good that you're, uh, you're, you're trying to watch your, your caloric intake and, uh, nutritional values. But anyway, yeah. uh, this story, th- unfortunately is from the wall street journal. I didn't look for another story. Um, and wall street journal is lame. And I think that you should not have to pay money to see the news articles. I Maybe think that they're lame because their opinion section can eat ass. Oh, it's yeah. awful. It is Good terrible. Lord. How how do they get off on putting that fucking garbage out into the world? Like it's... they're just like Facebook rants that have been edited and then they put them in a fucking newspaper 
Oh, good, like, good. Go fuck yourself. Good news, everybody. I found I I remembered there is a way to get past the subscribe thing. All you have Ryan's to do. Element. No, all you have to do is at the beginning of it when it says wsj.com forward slash before the forward slash but after the m put a dot bro i I didn't even have to do that it's it just came up for me oh interesting okay anyway if it's my ad block or what it might be oh, your so you get reading view. for your articles or something like that i don't if you use i don't the know reading view it bypasses it too yeah so anyway uh mcdonald's is said to be opening uh rolling out its loyalty program next month the latest restaurant chain to invest in rewards for repeat customers the program's introduction on july 8th comes after a fast food giant tested in some u.s markets users will receive points on qualifying purchases that can be trusted or traded for i uh, trusted trade for items like hash browns mcnuggets a large frappe uh or a mcchicken sandwich they needed another comma there. Uh, the company said on Tuesday, uh, my McDonald's rewards will be available through the McDonald's app at participating restaurants. Users will get 1,500 points automatically after the first order using the rewards program. The highest of the four tier categories at 6,000 points translates into a Big Mac, a quarter pounder with cheese, a Happy Meal, or a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Um, I wonder and how much did... you eat it off in the roped off area of the McDonald's. Yes. Uh, I wonder how much you get per dollar for points. Is it like a hundred points a dollar? I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's roughly how the, uh, the Burger King one goes. Cause I ah. saw this, like they're, they're, they're saying that this is a trend, which I guess it is, but, um, yeah, well, I, I, I saw this as a as them trying to go against uh, Burger King's loyalty program because it's been pretty good. Yeah, well, they say other food and beverage chains are pursuing similar programs. Uh, we've got uh, Chipotle also had uh, rewards or yeah rewards program. Uh, Starbucks has had a rewards program for a long time. Um, it's good I, too. Yeah, I remember back in the day, and they stopped it. So the Seven Eleven that we used to have or that's still there where i used to live um but it's under new management since i was a teenager um you would get cards punch cards for every yep. refill you got and they don't do that anymore uh and because we had land parties so much uh we would go there and nobody wanted to get like nobody cared about the punches as much as i did for free soda <laughs> And so at one point I had like 14 fully punched out cards uh, that I could just go in and be like, oh, free refill, free refill. Uh, so it was, it was nice. And then they got then like new management came and they're like, yeah, we're not, we're not honoring. Well, they honored the cards, but they wouldn't do new ones, which I, I think was at least a, a decent compromise with that they were taking the cards, but they weren't uh, going to be pursuing that in the future. I get it. Anyway, uh, are Circle either K of you has a little NFC tag? Do they? Yeah, at least there's a, around here. There's yeah. a Circle K in the new town that I live in, so it's not no, a new town, but just the 
Does the Chipotle reward system give you a free burrito for every seven cases of E. coli you get? Yes. Yes, they do. That way you can get number eight. Uh, I do have a question. Do any of you have, do, do you guys have any of these loyalty programs that you use? No. Well, I mean, I, whenever I go to Burger King, I, I get points for that. Uh, um, mine's mine's Seven Eleven. That's the only uh, that's the only loyalty program thing I have is the Seven Eleven app. Now my um, local grocery store has a loyalty program that is actually really good. Oh, good. I don't. Uh, Game store has one that I like. Every hundred bucks, I get ten percent off an entire order, which unfortunately sometimes is quite a bit of money off. It's like the uh, Schnooks is like some percentage you just get as cash back um on your rewards card and i've i've gone there and gotten like a week's worth of groceries and paid either nothing or like 20 bucks because i'll have so much saved up on there and just not realize it until i go to check that's awesome i i think i have the safeway one but i never use it um but safeway and fred meyers um Kroger's. I, is it Kroger's or Fred Meyer's where you guys are at? Uh, it's Kroger here. Oh. It's a, it's a... I don't, I don't know about up north, but, but around here it's Kroger. Okay. I've never even heard of any of those. I didn't it's, know Fred Meyer was the same company. It is. Yeah, it's the same company. So uh, their rewards program is like you spend money in the store and then you use your, you swipe your card and then you get like Every one hundred dollars, you get ten percent off a gallon of gas. Um, huh. so that way, when you go to pump your gas, especially if you have like no fuel left, uh, they'll be like, "Okay, do you want to fill her up?" And you fill her up, and they're like, "Oh, do you want to take?" It goes up to a dollar. So, like, do you want a dollar off per gallon that you fill up? That's and so, sweet. if you have if you have a truck or something like that. That can save you literally like fifty bucks, or uh, literally like twenty five bucks, twenty five bucks, <laughs> something like that. Gallon tank. <laughs> yeah, it's a fifty gallon tank. Sorry, like to twenty twenty five bucks. Um, and what if you have a semi truck? Okay, <laughs> like you driving a fucking semi around. Yes, Reason just takes his uh, his tanker into the neighborhood every you know once a week to get groceries. Go yeah, I got it. No, no, it's just a it's it's a Gen One Hummer. That's what it is. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. No, uh, it it doesn't like it saves me money, but it doesn't save me that much money because I have a Prius and I have like a twelve gallon tank. Um, so you know I can get if if I spend a thousand dollars there, I can get one dollar. I can save twelve dollars on gas. It it doesn't really well, add up. Know. It's yeah. It's all just to like. It, it's supposed to be the icing on the cake. It's the same reason you you have any loyalty pro- or you participate in the loyalty program anywhere. That's why I be there anyways. Yeah, like I I use my Apple Card for for everything because it gives me cash back, and then I I pay off the Apple Card. So like I'm still spending the same amount of money, but I'm also getting a percent of that back. And like that's I, just kind of. I had to use my credit card for something the other day. I forget what it was, but like my my normal card just wasn't being read, so I just had to use my credit card. 
It was weird. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll move on from our loyalty program that everyone's definitely going to join the McDonald's loyalty program. I do have program. one last comment. Okay, what's that? It's a damn shame they didn't call it McDonald's and you. Oh, my God. Me, Why? a genius at marketing. Oh. That would yeah. have been perfect. I know. I'd, I'd go to McDonald's every day if they would have named it then. Is it is that a reference? I'm just I don't get they the had references. An old ad where it was uh, some dude like doing late night jazz or something like that, and he sings a song. McDonald's and, and you. McDonald's and you. Oh, th- so I thought it was a reference to Mac and Me, which I think no, would have. You're the old person. Why don't you remember this? I don't know. It, I, I'm sorry. All the I, McDonald's I he's had. It's all the McDonald's. It's gone to my brain. <laughs> all I all I can think of is oh, McDonald's food. Yeah. Um so we're going to move on to uh this this thing uh Warhammer <laughs> Plus. This thing. Did somebody say Warhammer? Yes, Warhammer yeah. Plus is apparently a streaming service. Aren't you excited about this, Connor? I'm so excited I'm painting Warhammers right now. Are you ready uh, to pay $6 a month for high quality Warhammer entertainment? It's, I'm uh, excited for them to show up on a Plex. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. So Games Workshop. Oh, we're moving back. Games Workshop, the tabletop uh, maestro that's been slowly building up plans to turn its venerable Warhammer 40,000. That's how it's said, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, Yeah, people say that. Yeah, they don't say 40K. Uh, the Age of Sigmar I mean, properties into... Uh, and, well, Connor says they're acceptable, so... You know, he's the one to ask about that. Oh, anyway, quick. in recent years, it was re- shorter, but that's why people abbreviate things. That's literally why they do it. That's true. Uh, it does and... say 40,000 in the logo. It does. So anyways, in recent years, revealed that uh, it too was getting the oddly large yet oddly specific only streaming content subscription service named something plus. After a very few months, which is, of course, the Warhammer Plus, uh, a few months ago to perhaps rightful skepticism, what could a game company possibly offer to sustain a service like that? Now we have the answer, and it turns out the company actually has quite a bit uh, for Warhammer fans, especially those sucked in the ecosystem already. Connor. Um, Warhammer, Warhammer Plus will debut this summer for $6 a month, $60 a year, Ooh. so you save a little bit of money. Try uh, tying together various previously established digital systems, specifically the paid versions of Warhammer 40K and Warhammer Age of Sigmar apps, giving players updated access to digital copies of rules, faction-specific supplements, and army list builders, as well as access to digital copies of the game's monthly magazine White Dwarf and Warhammer Fiction from the Black Library imprint. On top of that, uh, it'll feature a Original content from the company, both in the form of new shorts like Lore Explainer series, battle reports of recording tabletop games, and painting guides, as well as previously teased animated series like Space Marine Horror, Angels of Death, anthology series Hammer and Bolter, and it's that's uh, Asterius? Astartes? Astartes. 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 Astartes, too. It's not that hard. Jesus. A sequel to the vi- uh, viral fan-made sensation by Sayama P- 
Pedersen, uh, who has been it brought. It was to... a very popular uh, fan product. And I should say there will also be physical bonuses for subscribing, which makes sense. Uh, they, as well as premium. So it says, which makes sense given the workshop focused on selling you a variety of physical models, as well as premium access to the company's events like annual Warhammer Fest. Uh, subscribers will be able to choose one of two exclusive miniatures for free as part of their subscription with the opportunity to purchase the other. Oh, oh goodness. I, I foresee Cyberpunk Monk getting that. No. Um, <laughs> no, it's a the... cool model. Is but Like, if I had an Imperial Vindicare Assassin, which is that, um, that um, Imperial Sniper sitting in the ruined bust of St. Celestine, if I had one, I'd field it in my army. Sure, it's a good model. But, but, they, but they also have... So they have that one. That's one of them. If you scroll down just a little bit... Um, yeah, they got the orc for uh, for AOS. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah, got that, that too. That would be if you played Age of Sigmar, which I, don't, I think you only play 40k, don't you? Correct. Yeah. So I think it's neat. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely... 3D printer near Reeton. <laughs> uh i i printed out two more mo like okay so uh i ha i got a new resin 3d printer and uh it's sweet but cyberpunk monk gave me a model he's like here print this out uh, i want to see how it looks and i was like okay but it seems a little large uh <laughs> and it was because he wanted it's a miniature so it's you know very tiny because it's going to make a little character thingy. Uh, mm -hmm. And it took up more than the space that my printer could print. So I had to scale it down. Uh, and I scaled it down to 70%. And that was still way too big. Uh, so right now I have a 20 and 25% scale printing. Why don't you and just, uh, just cut it into two pieces? Well, and the th print each half and put a little locking together thingy on the bottom a little ball sack oh. seam yeah. yeah so well the reason is because he wants it to fit on a miniature <laughs> and because it's just the head of a miniature and uh you you can't do oh, that easier you can just glue them together i don't think he wants giant bobblehead <laughs> for his miniatures a miniature with a fist-sized head on it <laughs> I'm going to put them on a uh, dog riding cavalry. And the, the, the model that I'm having in print is a, a robot head with a cowboy helmet on. Oh, yeah, what? Head head on, I mean, <laughs> Apple head mode has been turned on. Yeah. So uh, I don't, I don't know what's. Head, big head mode. We'll yeah. just do the whole field like that. I don't know what. Uh, I'm thinking Goldeneye had big head mode. That's the one I always played. A lot of video games had big head mode, man. They did. But I am uh, a bit curious what the scale is. Because you'd think that when they did a 3D design for something like that, that they would design it for spec. But apparently not. I was looking at the comments, and like it's listed as a... It, it avoids copyright. It's not Adeptus Mechanicus. It's like Adept Mechanic. You know, oh, right, right. You know, tip of the hat, tip of the hat, and... No, none of the comments are like, yeah, printed it uh, 17% and it'll measure or something like that. It's just a fist-sized head that you could 3D print that <laughs> happens to share a name. They know what they were doing. Fuck them. 
Yeah. So, uh, we got the big story that we got to move on to. Uh, Windows 10 was said to be the last version of Windows. And would you know it, Microsoft lied they to lied. us. They're liars. And so we we are getting, at the end of the year, a free upgrade for our current computers. But we are getting Windows 11. And has anybody downloaded has anybody downloaded the leaked version yet? Uh, I was gonna, and then it turned out that they were going to have a uh, a program, or like the Insider program, uh, open up sometime this week. Oh, really? And you, yeah, you can you can sign up for the for the. You probably have to be on the fast ring, but. Um, if you sign up for the Windows Insider program, they're going to be sending out beta, uh, beta downloads for, for the finished OS. Neat. So I figure I'll just do that. Um, but uh, are you sure we're going to be getting it? Because I mean, I I, I think it says I think this you, holiday. You I will, well, no, no, no. Because I mean, um, like yours will be, and I mine, I think is compatible. Uh, Connor. Is is your computer compatible? Dude, see. I need to check here. I need to see. I know they got it on the list here. I haven't even looked yet. TPM. That's what you need on your on your CPU. Not not just that. Not just that. Because like if your if your computer was made within the last like fucking decade, it probably has a TPM on it. Yeah. But more specifically, um, it needs to be either an eighth gen Intel, and I know we're we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but it kind of pisses me off. Uh, you need an 8th gen or newer Intel processor or a Ryzen 2000 or newer processor on the AMD side. That's so weird. So uh, the reason I asked about getting the leaked version is I did get the leaked version. Um, yeah. And I have an older laptop that has a 4th gen i7 in it. And it runs. Yes. So that that is uh, the thing. Is that you can install it on a lot of hardware. It'll it'll work, no problem. Yeah, it works uh, great. But the official requirements specifically start at Intel eighth gen Coffee Lake and AMD Ryzen two thousand. Because I do have Coffee Lake. I actually have Coffee Lake. My my wife's machine is a uh, bulldozer uh, CPU. It's uh, it's, it's like a AMD FX something. I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah bad, um, bad processor. Got it. It is a bad processor. Yes, it was just what was available at the time, um, but also technically not supported. So what, what the fuck happens? What happens there? Like what? Um, what would happen? What would happen in the case of, uh, I didn't build a new PC, uh. A year or two ago, whenever the hell I did that, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, what would ha- what would happen there? Because I still had a fucking Sandy Bridge CPU. That was that was second gen core processor, and hell, I, it might not have had a TPM one point two. I don't know. I thought it was two point I thought it was TPM two. So the the bare minimum uh, from the original. Windows 11 page said 2.0, uh, or it said 1.2 rather, uh, and UEFI secure boot. Um, 
now Microsoft has updated that to say TPM 2.0, but chances are it will support 1.2. It'll chances are it'll it'll install on just about anything, just like all other versions of Windows. But it's gonna yell at you. Right. Um so it, there are I mean, like, getting ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry, but yeah, no, that's fine. I I understand. So I don't know. I, we're gonna have to basically wait and see, because you know I I tried the leaked build, but that leaked build might also not have the same requirements as the released version. Well, the leaked so, build was missing a lot of stuff because they were like I remember reading articles before the official announcement. Uh, that were like, well, we got the leak build, and uh, well, the start menu is different. I guess that's something. Whatever. And then you know the actual announcement came out, and they were like, oh, the leak build was apparently rather early because there's a yeah. lot of shit changing. Yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, I use it on my on my laptop. I installed it, and it works great. But we'll have to see because I mean, I'll try to install the the proper version when we get access to that. And I'll see how that runs. So, uh, when it comes to gaming, it says Windows 11 will bring over the Auto HDR feature, which is weird. It basically enables HDR in older games and does, like, AI processing for the lighting. I guess it can look good. Like, they they brought it to Quake 3, and I guess it looks good. But I don't know it's how, just, how it's great HDR, that's. So, it's like... It's just uh it's just improves the, the dynamic range and and shit on the on the screen so blacks are are blacker and and whites are whiter or whatever. Yeah. Um and uh, so that's cool. It's a post processing thing. Uh auto HDR will allow the OS to automatically apply more dynamic color and blah blah blah. Uh Microsoft says over 1000 games including Rocket League, Doom 64 and others will support the feature on HDR displays. I do not have an HDR display, um, and they're, but they are bringing direct storage technology, which I think is really cool. Um, and you know what that is, right? Yes, I, I did once I read about this and then looked it up. <laughs> but uh, basically, instead of having to go through a bunch of rigmarole to access the information, um, you get that information to your processor the data uh, is it from the ram the gpu oh the gpu the you mm. get the data from the gpu uh you, you directly the, basically the gpu can access uh data for like geometry and textures directly from the storage device so it doesn't actually have to run through the processor or be loaded into ram or anything like that it just loads straight from your NVMe drive to the GPU. Yes. So, and, and that that is what allows the Xbox One S slash X to run, uh, or sorry, Xbox Series S slash X. Uh, that's what allows it to have the same loading speed as the PlayStation Five, because the PS Five they just have a custom storage pipeline that runs all the storage uh, calls, like go through this this proprietary chip that pulls everything from the NVMe uh, drive into uh, into graphics memory. And instead, Microsoft built an API that does the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's really cool. And I hope it, uh, hope it worked well. I will definitely the, be testing that feature. 
the thing is, though, we don't know yet whether or not it will support PCIe 3.0 NVMe drives or if it will require an NVMe PCIe uh, 4 drive. Oh, right, right. We don't know about that. We'll see. We'll have to see because I have... The the Xboxes both use PCIe 4. I built my computer a few years ago now, about three years ago now, and the problem with my drive is I do have an M.2 drive, um, but it runs at SATA 3 speeds. So it's not an NVMe drive. It's a SATA drive that's converted to work on M.2 platform. So it's still really tiny. Yeah, it's still, you know, real. it's still a really fast hard drive. It's fine, but uh, it's not the NVMe speeds that you can get, uh, especially because it would be on the lower version of uh, NVMe drives anyway now, considering we have PCI 4, which is going to be great uh, once I'm able to use it. Although I guess they're coming out with PCI 5 already. Like, what the fuck? They're already, even like... they're already talking about it, like releasing in the next few years. PCI five. Like like I don't I don't even think we've maxed out the bandwidth for three yet. No, whatever. We're just moving up. Uh so we also want to upgrade over... my computer. I don't know when the good time is. Like it seems like yeah. things are radically changing rather fast. Don't do it um, now. Everything's expensive. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't do it now. Yeah, now's uh, not the time. But uh, we, we we skipped over some of the some of the other like more obvious stuff with Windows 11, like how the start menu now defaults to being in the center of the screen, like in macOS. Yeah, that's weird. Um, the the well, you already you mentioned that, uh, but yes, the start menu is in the middle of this uh, screen. You can, uh, at least in the beta version, and I'm assuming the release version, you'll be able to um, move it over to the left, so it's a normal start menu. Um, mm-hmm. There. They have like a widget thing that's back. Thanks, Windows Vista. Yeah, um, that was fucking it. weird. Uh, they they want you like enable to enable, enable in order to enable, like personalization, uh, customization. I guess you have to sign into a Microsoft account. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the registry hack that will allow that to be disabled. Yeah, that'll um, be that'll be cause... pretty great. Because fuck that shit. I I finally got rid of my Microsoft account on my PC because uh, it was annoying. And you, you uh, finally logged out of MSN Messenger. Yeah, I so I, I had signed up with a Microsoft account because um, I think it was it was so that I could get the license for uh, Windows 10 uh, to work again, and then I just never had signed out of it and. Uh, I was starting to RDP into my computer more regularly uh, for reasons. Um, but as I was doing that, uh, eventually, like, it broke and I couldn't log in. Um, I, I had to I had to try to log in and then it would go black and then it would go to another login screen where my password wouldn't work. My password or my PIN. Um, then I'd have to hit switch user and then log in again, and then it was fine. And that would happen every time I, I would try to log in on my computer. I don't know what happened, um, but once I got rid of the Microsoft account authentication and just started using a local password, that's been fine. 
Oh, good. So, um, yeah. they they've also got some new window uh, like functionality with snapping to grids. They've got which some... I've been using that. Uh, you can actually you, you can get a tool called Power Toys, mm-hmm. uh, from Sys Internals. Uh, that's an actual Microsoft group. Uh, it's fucking great. I'm really happy that this is going to be a feature in in 11, like by default. Yeah, it is way more exciting than than you would think. <laughs> uh, they also have something. To, another thing to do with Windows is that when you have multi monitors, if you unplug, like, say, your laptop from one of the monitors, uh, it won't like mess up all your windows. What it will do is, say, you have a, an external display plugged in and you unplug it. It will take any of the applications that were on there and minimize them. So, like, let's say you have a Google window or or something, a Google Chrome window or something. You unplug it, and it will minimize that Google Chrome window uh, instead of messing up all of the other windows. And then, when you plug it back in, it'll bring up those windows again on that other screen. Um, which is, I guess, it's handy. I don't, I don't see it really affecting my life more sense for them to just treat each monitor like its own virtual desktop that you could scroll in between i wonder how resource heavy that would be probably very i don't know because they they do support multiple desktop like virtual desktops on yeah and i use it in windows 10 actually pretty frequently uh i don't i i don't either i can't ever like Every time I tr- I think to do it and I've tried to use it, it's just broken up my workflow so badly that I can't handle it. That like said, right on Mac, okay. I do it on Mac OS all the time uh, and don't have any issue with it. I don't know why it's like so hard to adapt on Windows. Like I got my one note that I keep all my D&D notes on with all my browsers that I have like active notes I'm taking right now. And then I have that separate from what I have right now, which is my recording suite set up. Like, this is a good feature. I'm happy that this is being supported so heavily. I kind of hate it, um, but only... I I hate it on Mac for support reasons because (laughs) uh, it's just a pain in the ass because you can't tell when you're in a support session if they have multiple desktops going on. And so I'm just like, I don't know where why is Chrome not up? And they're like, oh, I got to switch to the other desktop. I'm just like, ah, this is bullshit. Just, uh, just open open uh, Command Center, and then you can see everything. Yes. Yes, you can. I, I, don't, have to su- I don't have to support Macs anymore. Uh, when, I, <laughs> when I got my new job, I was like, yeah, so uh, you know, I've been getting really good with Macs for like the last six, six or seven months because my boss really wanted me to, you know, like troubleshoot Macs and and so they got me like a twenty five hundred dollar Mac to use and stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, you don't need any of that. It's all it's all Windows. I'm like, ah, good, good to know that all of that's useless. I said that during an interview and I got the job. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're gonna move on. We got the HDR, uh, easily resized apps, um. Microsoft's also making it easier for develops to bring developers to bring any kind of app over to the Microsoft Store while also making it easier to navigate for users. Um, they're bringing the Microsoft Chief Product uh, Officer said that the store will accept Windows Win32 apps 
in addition to the standard UWP apps. Uh, and they said that um, Android apps will also be supported. Yeah. From Amazon. Uh, including, well, so not just the, the Amazon one, but including the Amazon App Store, because uh, one of the major things that they're doing with this Windows Store thing is making it to where if you want to own uh, the transaction part of everything, like the monetary part of it, you can. Uh, so unlike with the Apple uh, App Store, uh, whether on Mac or on mobile, uh, un unlike in those situations, um, you can't, uh, by Apple's terms of service, run your own transactions through your own processing. So right. anything that you, any, any in-app purchases or any transactions that you make within an app uh, on uh, an iPhone, for example, is supposed to be processed by Apple, or at least Apple's supposed to get a cut of it. Um, yeah. Microsoft is taking the exact opposite and very obviously standoff uh, move and, 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 making it to where if you want to own all of that, uh, you, you can do that. Um, Microsoft will just basically be a, a provider of your app. And then beyond that, you can handle all the payment processing. So you have opportunities for the Amazon app store. Um, but also side loading will be supported on the Android sub system. So Yay. you'll be able to put uh, F droid, if you want another Android app store uh, or just random APKs of whatever sort, uh, which that is kind of exciting to me. I, would, I, yeah. I was initially, I initially thought that it was just going to be that you can get whatever's approved to go in the Microsoft app store or whatever. And obviously somebody would hack together a way of side loading, but to know that you can turn on a developer mode, basically uh, just like an Android and enable side loading that way pretty fucking exciting to me i wonder if you could get the google play store somehow absolutely. loaded yeah absolutely assuming that so uh, i don't think we we don't have um an article talking about it but i read about this uh so basically they are building the android subsystem on top of the android or the the uh windows subsystem for linux uh platform which um if you're not aware uh lets you literally run um linux within windows yep um it i believe it uses Ubuntu, uh, right well you can run any any linux distro on there oh. at all interesting um you can down you can download ubuntu uh you can also download OpenSUSE, uh arch and a few others directly off the windows store right now um but uh, especially with the 2.0 release, you can run practically anything on the Windows subst subsystem for Linux. I believe it uses uh, their, whatever the hell their virtualization uh, platform is, uh, Windows is. I can't think of what it's called. Um, it's uh, their, their hypervisor shit. Uh, I can't think of it. I think it's Hyper-V, yeah. Oh, I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Go on. So it uses Hyper-V. Hyper um, 
and makes it to where uh, it, it it is completely seamless. And that is how they're doing the Android thing. So uh, Android apps will look and feel like Windows apps, but they will be running on Android transparently and still have access to your to your file system and all that if you want them to. Uh, there's, I believe, some kind of sandboxing that goes on uh, that you can you can work with. Uh, but it, it it is pretty cool and it's not half baked. I was just also really worried about this because it supposedly uses an Intel technology uh, to function, and that is uh, apparently not a problem uh, for AMD users. It's it's something that they're licensing for the operating system, and it's purely software. It is not hardware based. I see. That's interesting. If it works well, I might actually buy some Android apps. Just I mean, being able to cross from my phone to my computer and if everything goes seamless, that'd yeah. be incredibly worthwhile to me. I, I'm pretty excited about it because how of how half-baked the Windows App Store has been the entire time that it's been around. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's so bad. And like, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever tried to use the Twitter app, for example, on Windows. Um, it's awful. Uh, the UI is very unresponsive, and it just devours resources. Um, the Facebook Messenger app as well. Uh, being able to use the Android app instead means that you're just going to have a better experience overall. Uh, that Intel tech that I was talking about, is I think it's called Intel Bridge. And I believe that its purpose is to be able to dynamically recompile uh, software that's meant for ARM uh, into x86. However, uh, there are plenty of Android apps that are natively uh, compiled for x86 compatibility, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, those will just run anyway. Interesting. Um, yeah, so we're going to move on. The next story we had, we already covered. Uh, Windows 11 is free. Uh, it's a free upgrade. Uh, from Windows 10, but your CPU might not be officially supported. Uh, as we said, uh, you got Coffee Lake up to Tiger Lake is supported on Intel, uh, which is 8th to 11th gen. And then you have to have uh, AMD Ryzen 2000 to uh, AMD Epic 3rd gen. Oh, uh, Ryzen 2000 to 5000, and then any of the variants, like any of the Ryzen Threadripper 2000, 3000, et cetera, which I just remembered remembered that my Ryzen, my streaming computer is a 1700. It's a Ryzen 1700, so it might not work. Uh-oh. What, Ro? Uh, we'll see. We'll have to see if that, if it works when it comes out. Uh, so, I, I have no idea. So the thing with all this is uh, there there's definitely some like fear mongering going on it, it isn't like it's not going to run it, like it's not you're not going to you're not going to download the windows 11 iso and put it on a usb and then boot it up and then it pop up a message that says sorry your computer too old um it's going to say hey your computer may not be compatible with all the features of windows 11 uh, you can still install it, but we can't guarantee you're going to be able to do everything that we want you to be able to do. Yeah. Uh, so, it, like, 
you but, will probably run into that. So they're adding some features, but they're also taking a lot of features away. Um, and there are some some features that we want to talk about. Uh, so this is a there. It says here's a full list of uh, things that are getting taken away. Uh, Cortana will no longer be included. Desk, desktop wallpaper cannot be roamed to or from device when signed in with a Microsoft account. Which is weird because that was like one of the only cool features of having a Microsoft account. Yeah, it's actually a feature I still use. Uh, here's a sad one. Uh, we're gonna have to pour one out. Internet Explorer will be disabled. Um, Microsoft Edge is the recommended replacement and includes IE mode, which may be useful in certain scenarios. The IE mode is it's probably just like stripping down all of the chromium parts. If I had to guess, I, I would say it's, uh, I have no idea. Well, I, I mean, it's a compatibility mode, right? But I wonder how they do yeah. it. Yeah, because um, like in in uh, the old Edge, the one that was like their own new engine and all that, I believe it just straight up had components of IE in there and it would just turn that on whenever you activated compatibility mode. But I don't know what the hell this means. My new job... Um has a VoIP system that still requires that you use Internet Explorer to log in to manage users and stuff. I I think we have finally gotten rid of everything at the company I'm at uh, that required IE. There might be one website that we still are requires it. We are still, like, share, there's a SharePoint site that hasn't been updated that requires Internet Explorer for oh, a lot of the files. Not- good that's yeah. a, that's gotta be a really old sharepoint site yeah it's not it's not good so there's a, a yeah i'm not gonna go into it but yes there are still sites that require internet explorer so we're gonna be testing that with uh the new edge ie compatibility mode um have you used the new edge by the way either of you rare i have to use it at work for some stuff it's it's fine i still use firefox is my default i use I, chrome I, yeah same i i do sometimes consider switching to edge just because chrome's javascript engine is so much better but i'm definitely not going to use actual chrome um i do want to say edge is my uh, default pdf browser now oh yeah oh see i always thought it sucked as a pdf browser but then again that was with the old version of edge the old the old one i could yeah i've done side by sides it is phenomenally better performance than uh, adobe for oh, like all of my D and D stuff, that's uh, not surprising gotcha. at all with yeah. with Adobe. I I use uh I think it's Sumatra PDF, uh, which is just a project from some Russian dude. Uh, I think I've it's... used that before, and I've used Foxit Reader as well. Yeah, uh, though I, Sumatra I will say has some compatibility issues with uh with some PDFs that if they try to do anything like super fancy, interesting. But, uh, yeah. Uh, they're also getting um, rid of the math input panel. I well, I never kinda, use that. It's, it's still available. It's just you got to download it separate. I don't yeah. mind that one as long as it's not going anywhere. You just got to go get it. Uh, yeah. n- news and interest has, inv- have, has evolved. New functionality has been added, which can be found by clicking the widgets icon on the taskbar. Um, I, hate oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. 
Yeah, it's did terrible. You, did you guys have the same experience I did where you updated one day and then suddenly there was this stupid fucking news and interest thing on your taskbar? Yep. Now it shows yep. me the weather and I'm kind of okay with that, I guess. My phone does that too and I don't mind when it does it. Yeah, yeah, I don't I, mind. Like, I mind it right now because it's like, it's 106 degrees outside. Uh, that's, so that's, that's the reason you mind it, though. Yeah, that that's the reason I'm so upset about it because it's constantly reminding me that if I step outside, I'm going to burst into flames. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, I don't mind that part, but then you click on it and it's like, I, I just want to see. So when I click on it, because it just says the weather. Uh, and then it pulls up like this whole widget thing, and I'm like, I just wanted to see like a forecast. The fucking, it pulls up like the the like Internet Explorer new tab page, more or less. Like it's got a bunch of articles from MSN on there, yeah. and it's like I don't they, give a shit if they tailor this to make it actual interests. Like if I click this and I got um I don't know little bubbles of my Reddit feed and my tweets and stuff like that i wouldn't mind hell i think integrating uh the operating system with services that you already use is even a good idea don't give me fucking news articles i don't give a let's see we have uh some traffic that's a good idea some all electric sports car i don't give a fuck about this get this shit out of here and people are reacting to this i don't i don't really want my operating system to be a social network but i don't mind receiving updates from my social network onto it that's a very small but very important distinction I I am looking through mine, and um, there is something that is tailored for my interest. It says, McDonald's is selling melted cheese for dipping your cheeseburger. What the America. fuck? That's what you want on a 106-degree day, right? Some, uh, that's, some hot cheese soup? That's what I, that's what I want. Um, I've got... of older adults with dementia have this in common, research says, and then it has like a bunch of reaction emojis underneath it. I hate it. I hate that. (laughs) Get rid of it. Um, I wasn't going to click on this video, but 117 people liked it. Maybe. Also, also, uh, you might have, you guys might have had the update already that fixed it, but whenever it first came out, and, and it's still that way for me, the text is all blurry in the taskbar because they didn't optimize it for normal DPI monitors. It's only optimized for high DPI screens. I have high DPI screens. It doesn't affect me. Yeah. It it looks like a blurry fucking mess for me. It looks fine for me. It just says 106 degrees sunny. Uh, Or are you talking about the, when you click on it, it's blurry. No, like the text is, I don't know if it's going to look, the same for you if i take a screenshot of it but i'm gonna try like does that does that look weird to you yeah uh, that does look a little blurry. let me take a look and you yeah know mine yeah. is still blurry actually now now that i'm looking at that compared to like i got a notepad text right up next to you i'll take a screenshot of that and you guys can see uh no i moved no i can't uh, don't okay. you but love yes, this it is this, definitely scary this uh <laughs> pictures we're taking in this audio podcast Everyone, go ahead and go to uh, Aroa's Twitter, where we will post all of these screenshots from now on. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that uh, that me... isn't a bad idea. But uh, we are going to move on. Uh, quick status from the lock screen and associated settings are removed. Um, S mode oh, no. is S mode is only available for Windows 11 Home Edition. Don't even know what that is. Um, it turns it into a pile of anus. The snipping tool 
continues to be available, but the old design and functionality in the Windows 10 version has been replaced with those of the app previously known as Snip and Sketch. I don't know uh, if that's good or bad. If as you hit as Windows, still open it by pressing Control S or uh, Windows key S. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, um, yeah, like yeah, and you can like uh, that's what I use to take that screenshot. It's it's just Snip and Sketch. It it's way better than Snipping Tool. It's fine. Uh, the Start menu has changed. Uh, name groups and folders of apps are no longer supported, and the layout is not currently resizable. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't know either. Pinned apps and sites will not migrate when updating from Windows 10. What the fuck? Yeah, Wait. I don't know how I feel. I, why? Why that can't is, you just bring it over? Uh, yeah, like that is something that like... Wait, oh, that annoys the fuck out of me. Like I, I know. I use the group feature. Like I know. Um, <sighs> live tiles are no longer available for glanceable dynamic content. See the new widgets feature. Ah. <laughs> I sure hope all these developers make widgets for their apps. Yeah. Which they won't. Uh, tablet mode has been removed, and new functionality and com- uh, capa- uh, capability is included for keyboard attach and detach postures. And I use tablet mode quite a bit on my Surface, so let's see how that goes. I'm not even sure if my Surface supports Windows 11. It might not. Uh, Taskbar functionality is changing, including people are no longer to... uh, People is no longer present on the taskbar. Doesn't bother me. Has anybody ever used that? Not a single person. It's like the first thing I do when I reinstall Windows is remove that from the taskbar. I get rid of everything. I get rid of the search bar. I get rid... Like, I make it so that all there is on the bottom left is the windows icon. Um, some icons may lo- no longer appear in the system tray for upgraded devices, including previous customizations. Uh, alignment to the bottom of the screen is the only location allowed. I know people oh. who are genuinely upset about that. I could see that. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of people who use it on, um, the like the side or even the yep. top, I've seen people. It's weird, but people use it on the top occasionally. Um, uh, and an old friend of mine is an artist for a living, and he always keeps his on the left side. So while he's painting, he's not like accidentally opening apps. Yeah, uh, apps can no longer customize areas of the taskbar. I don't really care about that. Timeline has been removed. I don't even know what that is. That was a feature that uh, Microsoft was pushing with their whole, like, like that was going to be part of the benefit of using a Microsoft account was yeah. uh, basically the computer would keep track of everything you're doing. And if you're in the middle of a project of some kind um, on one machine and you wanted to move it to another machine, you could press uh, like Windows tab or something like that. Yeah, you could use Windows tab and it would um, pull up your current apps that you have open, but also you could scroll down and look at apps that you've had open previously, whether on that machine or on other machines, and then continue what you were doing at that point in time. However, nobody supported it, so it never really got any use. Interesting. I used it with uh, OneNote actually quite a bit. If I'm working on my tablet and then I want to work in my notes on my computer, I have used that for that. But you could also just open OneNote. You're yeah. saving yourself seconds on top of seconds. Yeah. Um, touch keyboard will no longer dock and undock keyboard layouts on screen sizes 
larger than eight or 18 inches or larger. Um, and the wallet has been removed. Um, there are also there four was a wallet. Yep. Uh, apparently, uh, the following apps will not be removed on upgrade, but will no longer be installed on new devices or when clean installing on windows 11. Um, before I go into that, Microsoft Teams is going to be the default communication thing in Windows 11. Yep. Which Skype is, is Skype is basically dead. Yep, Skype is yeah. dead. I yeah, I bet they were I bet they were hoping to land Discord and then have Discord be that number 1 and then that fell through and they're like fuck it, let's put Teams. I because... felt bad for the Teams team if uh if that had happened because yeah they're they're trying you know they are um so they're getting rid or they're not getting rid of it it's not going to be installed in new builds the 3d viewer one note for windows 10 paint 3d and skype it's no longer hey, going to be installed. can they also put one drive in there can they just can they get one drive out of here please please i don't want it I don't want. It. I yeah, I don't want it either. I I hate that it like, it will load up. And that's it. I hate that it will load up. Yeah, it's just there, and I have to I I have to remember, it, like if I if I image a new machine, I have to remember to turn it off, because it it I don't I don't need it. Yeah. At least this this presumably means that the fucking three D objects folder will be gone. Hopefully. Um, but I yes. actually started using that when I got a 3D printer. It's it's my repository for shenanigans that I now sent to Reeton. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think you're the only person in the world who actually uses that folder. The Thanks, only person. Um. So that's all the features that we know about that are getting depreciated, uh, and or deprecated. tweaked, deprecated, or um, defecated. Defecated. Yes, defecated. They're doing shout out uh, <laughs> of the operating system. Being shout out of that operating system to make room hey. for, for Microsoft Teams and the widgets. Are you guys excited about uh, them replacing all the old icons with new icons? I can't wait to replace oh. them with icons that I want to use like immediately after. I, I sure hope that. that they don't get rid of all the legacy sounds. Oh, they are. Oh, they definitely are. Well, they they might be available, but they're they're going to be replacing a lot of them. You you know that they're they're in Windows 10, like the old sounds are in there. Yeah, they're just not accessible regularly. You, you can't like select them in the, in like a menu or anything anywhere. But if you go into the, I think they're in the System 32 folder. Uh, like you you can you can use them. I use them on my work laptop. That's for legacy app support. Yeah, I wonder about those applications written in like 1996 that say, you know, and if you have an error message, play this error message sound because yeah, there will never be another ding. error message sound. <laughs> yeah, play ding dot wave. And know what happens say. if you don't have applications that are written to crash gracefully like they weren't in 1996? Is the whole computer could go down. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I like. I left the stream open and now it's accepting whatever garbage was in memory at the time. You need a new computer now. <laughs> I I can't um, access any of those because I always just delete System 32 when I build a new computer. I think it's kind of useless. <laughs> so faster. Funny yeah. nerd joke. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we have a tabbed Explorer yet? 
Yeah, that's, that's a good question. That, that is something that a lot of people have been commenting about. Even the new one, you don't get so. If you're confused on what a row is talking about, uh, like when you have Chrome and you open a new tab, why can't you do that in Explorer? Why do you have to open up a new window for every time everything you're trying to look up? It makes zero like sense. Safari added it years ago, or not Safari? Uh, uh, Finder Mac. added it years ago. Safari like... has had tabs since 2012. <laughs> <laughs> like um come the fuck on uh chrome has uh, had tabs chrome has had tabs since it was released yeah. um microsoft firefox firefox mm -hmm. and firefox has been around since like the early 2000s like it, it was whatever it was still called mozilla yeah it had it had tabs yeah uh, it not called mozilla shit. anymore no, the browser itself was called mozilla Right, Mozilla Firefox. Is it not like actually called Mozilla Firefox anymore? Uh, I think it's just Firefox. Mozilla is the company. It's like Microsoft think, Windows. No, I'm 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 saying like I don't think it was originally called Firefox. Like I think it was just Mozilla browser. They had to change it for some reason, and that's why they named it Firefox. It was named uh, something else originally. I swear I remember when I was a kid, uh, we had a bunch of PCs at school that were running uh, Fedora. And I think they had just had, they had like a really early version of Firefox and it was just called Mozilla Browser. Like maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm having some, having some shit. Yeah. Um, let's see before we uh, leave. It was what like it was Netscape, um, yep. and then Netscape Communicator, uh, and then they had Mozilla.org, um, where they, they had, had the new Mozilla Application Suite. America Online completes applica uh, acquisition of Netscape. Netscape Six is released. Mozilla One Yeah, yeah, it was just Mozilla, and it had a that is an awesome page yeah i don't know right? if you're i don't know if you're you're probably looking at the same time wiki.mozilla.org forward slash timeline um there is a picture of like a dragon <laughs> setting yeah. fire to something it's great that uh, was the that was the startup splash screen <laughs> remember when browsers were manly yeah oh remember when we had application suites i do yes like i i kind of miss that now i don't uh, know if it's just nostalgia but like i'd kind of like it if like a browser had like an integrated mail client and like other shit built in I uh don't know. phoenix 0 0.1 is released the first version of the browser will be renamed to firebird and then to firefox so i guess that happened in 2002 uh, and then let's see if they have any. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, in 2004, Firefox da uh, download surge after U.S. government warns of security exploits in Internet Explorer. So I guess to sometime between 2002 and 2004, it went from uh, Phoenix to Firebird and then to Firefox. So and before that, it was Mozilla. 
So uh, that is our timeline of the Mozilla browser or Firefox browser for some reason. Uh, and we're done. We're done with this podcast. Uh, I want to thank you for being here, Aurora. Yeah, I was here. Uh, Aurora McFuck. That's his name. And then uh, uh, I want to thank you for being here, Connor Booash. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being here. (laughs) E-S-H-I. Thank you for being here. We will be back next week with some more exhilarating topics to talk about. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.